This is the 2448 Podcast. What's up everybody? I'm Matt Broom, your friendly firefighting financial planner, and this is the 2448 Podcast. This show focuses on improving your finances, your side hustles, and moving the fire service forward through honest discussion. Let's get going. Welcome to the 2448 podcast. Today is Paycheck Friday, so you know what that means. We're focused on making ends meet. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Matthew Broom. Today I want to I want to talk about financial preparedness. But before we get going on that, I want to talk about something that hit me on my walk this morning. And before I even talk about that, I'd like to talk about the benefits of going for a walk. <laughs> you might think that's kind of weird, but uh, we I take my dogs on a walk every single day. Um, quite often, my wife and I both get to go, but she's a ER nurse that works nights, so a lot of times it's just me and the dogs. And man, what a great time to just get out and clear your mind and think. And I mean, it's times like those that you're able to just step away from whatever it is you have going on and formulate new thoughts, theories, and ideas that lead to, you know, just things like we're about to talk about. And I've had this thought before, which is why I don't don't really know why it struck me today, but it's the idea that you are your own chief. You are your family CEO. You're the boss. You're the family Don. You're the mafia leader. You are the man or woman in charge of your life and your money. That means you're responsible for your decisions, your actions or inactions, and the outcomes that result from them. Now, there's a lot of things that are outside of our control when it comes to the outcomes, but the things that were within your control that contributed to them you are 100% responsible for those. And you have to take ownership of them. And the point is, is that you need to step up and lead yourself. With your family, with your finances, whatever it is. Because you don't have a personal finance boss at home. You don't have someone to tell you to quit spending money like you probably do at work. You don't have someone to tell you to do this or that, put your money here, set goals, yada, yada, yada. You have to do all that on your own. You have to be your own chief. Be your own family CEO. Take responsibility for your financial future and get after it. What's the alternative? Floating through life wishing you could do better? You can. Be your own chief. And with that being said, I'd like to transition into what I'm actually talking about today. And it's an article that I recently wrote called A Firefighter's Guide to Financial Preparedness. Dealing with Chaos in Uncertain Times. 
And what prompted this was I had somebody reach out to me from one of the fire rescue publications uh, that I've written for in the past. And they said, hey, you have any thoughts on, you know, how firefighters can deal with their money during, you know, this whole coronavirus ordeal? And to be honest with you, if you're having financial issues right now, there's, you're, it's kind of too late. Unfortunately, you are not prepared for this situation. But this can get you there for the next time. And the thing is, is emergencies, well, they're, they're really the standard in our line of work. A routine emergency gets us about as excited as a vegan at an all-you-can-eat wing night. Good thing there's some fucking celery there. But why is that? Why do we barely get our blood pressure up for routine emergencies? Even your normal single-family dwelling house fire, it's a routine fire call. We call them bread and butter. This is a bread and butter call, bread and butter fire, bread and butter hazmat call. Why is that? That's because we're prepared for them. Our education, training, real-world experience, it helps us to evaluate the situation, execute a plan, and overcome any obstacles that are sure to pop up in the process. We pre-plan businesses, we train on tactics, we do our best to identify hazards before an incident. And all that prep work keeps us prepared for chaos and that preparedness is of vital importance in our professional lives and it's equally important in your personal life particularly regarding your personal finances so if you were ill prepared to deal with the financial stressors brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic and all of the ensuing economic uncertainties i'm truly empathetic to your situation but as warren buffett likes to say you find out who's swimming naked when the tide goes out so if you've been caught with your pants down during this economic downturn and uncertainty please please start preparing now for the next one because it's sure to come. So where do you start? Well, I've said it before. I'll say it again. And again. And again. You start with your budget. Cash flow is the fuel that moves your economic engine. If you're spending more than you make, you're constantly living on the edge of chaos. Operating your household on a monthly budget it ensures that you're going to spend less than you make. And this then allows you to direct excess cash flow towards accomplishing your financial goals. And your first goal should be to become debt-free. Maintaining revolving debt, particularly high-interest credit card debt, it makes you fragile. It fragilizes your household to economic volatility. If your income is reduced and you can't make 
your payments. It's only a matter of time before the collectors come a knocking. You say, well, um, you know, I work f- for the government. I'm a firefighter. My job's safe. What if you get hurt? Your wife loses her job or your husband loses his job and you're hurt. You're now on disability. How much does your disability pay? 60%. Can you meet all your bills on that? Think about it. So if you want to become resilient, well, step one is becoming debt-free. And I recommend utilizing the debt snowball method to pay off your debt. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's simple, it works. All you do is you list your debts from smallest to largest, except your home. Pay minimums on all but the smallest, and you put every last penny you can find towards that smallest debt. And once it's paid off, you roll that entire payment, plus the minimum you were paying on the next one, you roll it all into that next debt, and eventually that snowball just has momentum. It's going. And you're going to be destroying debt at an unstoppable pace. So once you've become debt-free, you are well on your way to becoming financially resilient. And to be truly resilient, you have to be prepared for emergencies. So what does that mean? How do you prepare for an emergency with your money? You maintain a healthy emergency fund. An emergency fund shields you from financial chaos. The typical recommendation is to maintain emergency reserves in the ballpark of three to six months of your household expenses. Personally, I keep six months. Helps me sleep well at night. And, you know, it might be redundant to have months of expenses in a low-interest savings account. But your goal is not to get a return on this investment. In fact, it is not an investment at all. Your emergency fund is an insurance policy from day-to-day chaos. And you got to keep it liquid and you got to keep it accessible. So you're not trying to earn a high rate of return on this money. Keep it in a savings account that you can get to easily. Not, really not too easily because you don't want to use it for things that aren't truly emergencies. But when you need it, you want to be able to get it. So keep it in some sort of savings account or money market account, something along those lines that is easily accessible that you can use in case of emergency. And we don't, we don't show up on a working fire with only one hose on one engine. We have multiple hoses on the same of the same and differing diameters, multiple apparatuses with differing capabilities. Is it redundant to have three engines show up on a house fire when all you need was one and some manpower? Yeah, but that's the point. Having emergency reserves keeps you from flirting with disaster if your initial plan of attack hits a dead end. So once you've saved up this emergency fund, you are very well shielded from financial chaos. Well, now it's time to start planning for financial freedom. And this actually turns economic volatility and uncertainties into opportunities. Because the thing is, you aren't going to get rich renting out your time. That's something that Naval Ravikant says in his uh I think the podcast was called the Naval Podcast. He did a series called How to Get Rich, which is kind of a buzz, phrasey, catchy title, but it is truly just an excellent podcast. You should go check it out. But you aren't going to get rich renting out your time because if your plan is to just make money by renting out your time, that means you can never stop working. So what do you do? 
Well, you have to invest in financial assets, businesses, properties, stocks, bonds, things that can earn and grow as you sleep. So you have to create a plan to reach financial freedom by investing in these types of assets. And a good rule of thumb to use is the 4% safe withdrawal rule. What does that mean? In order to be financially free, you would need an amount of money that could sustain your lifestyle by withdrawing 4% of the portfolio value year over year. For example, if you had a million dollar portfolio, you could safely withdraw 4% of your assets and most likely never run out of money. I say most likely because, you know, if uh, <laughs> you never know what might happen. If all hell breaks loose, well, your million dollar por- your million dollar portfolio probably isn't going to be very valuable. But in 99.99999% of realities, if you can live on 40000 per year, a million-dollar portfolio is going to work out pretty well for you. So that's just a quick example. But So you have to guesstimate what your future yearly expenses are. You multiply that number by 25, and now you've got your financial freedom number. So what do you do now? Well, you can go use an investment calculator. These things are so easy. Go to bankrate.com or just Google investment calculator, retirement calculator, whatever. Something will come up. I like Bankrate just because I've used it in the past. It's super easy. They got calculators for everything in there. Select one. Enter your info in there. It's going to ask for a current uh, portfolio value. It's going to ask for a, you know a goal value of what you want. That would be your financial freedom number. So in this example, $1 million dollars. Put in varying interest rates. So let's say you knock it out of the park, you earn 10%. How much do you need to be investing monthly over the next 10, 15, 20, 30 years, whatever your time frame is, to get there? What about 8%? What about 6%? And find a number that you feel comfortable with as far as a monthly investment amount. 8% is probably a good average to plan off of. And then reevaluate this every so often. So every year, update your numbers. Do I need to increase or decrease what I'm investing? Constantly reevaluating how you're doing. And if you don't feel comfortable selecting investments, consult a, a fee only fiduciary financial advisor for help. There's people out there that can help you. So don't. Don't hesitate to reach out to them. But now that you have a plan for financial freedom, you need to pre-plan for financial volatility. What does that mean? Well, we we pre-plan businesses all the time. Why do we do this? So we can be better prepared when an emergency occurs. So we know where the FTC is. We know what kind of chemicals that business has in there. We understand the hazards that we are going to face heading into an emergency at this facility. You should be taking that same concept and applying it to your finances and investments. Economic downturns are about as sure as anything. We don't know when they'll happen, but we know sure as hell they will happen. 
So this is going to force you to think about and plan for these events. So let's just imagine your portfolio dropped by 30% overnight. That happened to a lot of people very recently. How would you feel? Do you need that money right now? Is it affecting your day-to-day? For folks that are in the accumulation phase, so pre-retirement, you know, early to mid-career, most likely you should just stay put weather the storm and continue investing per your plan. That assumes you've planned. But try to view it as if everything just went on sale. If these were leather lids we were talking about, goddamn, everybody would be ecstatic. But on the flip side of that, if you're close to retirement or in retirement, a 30% drop could be extremely scary. So think about this before it happens. Uh, Typically, I suggest that those that are close to or in retirement begin saving up a war chest for volatile times. What's a war chest? A war chest is three to five years of income saved in cash and bonds. Extremely stable, safe things. What this does is this allows you to keep the rest of your money, the stuff that's experiencing the volatility, invested for long-term growth through the ups and downs of volatile markets. You know that you can weather quite a storm when you have you know three to five years of cash saved up. That's a fantastic feeling to have that when you're going through economic uncertainties. But once again, consult a financial advisor if you need help planning for these types of scenarios. But those are the things that you need to be thinking about. Financial emergencies, economic downturns, stressful markets, we all know they're going to happen. We just had one of the longest bull markets. Well, you know, I guess if you don't know what a bull market is, We've just had one of the, you know, a huge financial boom over the last however long since 2008 to 2020. And then we had, you know, we've had some volatility here and there, but those booms lull us to sleep. And the bust is just waiting in the shadows. Don't let it catch you unprepared. Establish a solid financial foundation by spending less than you make, paying off your debt, establishing an emergency fund, planning for financial freedom, and pre-planning for those bad times. And if you can do that, I can assure you that you will be financially prepared for almost any economic uncertainty we might face. Thanks for listening to the 2448 podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share the show however and wherever you see fit. If you have any suggestions, questions, or if you're interested in coming on as a podcast guest, please go to the Facebook page. There's a Google form pinned at the top. Fill it out, and I look forward to hearing from y'all. 
I hope you enjoyed the music. They are some friends of mine that make up the band All the Locals, and they were generous enough to let me use their music for the show. So check them out. They flip and rock. But until next time, y'all stay safe. Cheers. <laughs>